Hola y bienvenidos a esta triste historia de telenovelas. We are your hosts. Yo sí. Ya sí. Diego. Did you forget your name there for a second? I was going to say yes, sí. Bitch, not even you. I know, it's not me. That's not even me either. That's very true. We're talking about soap operas today. Yes? Sí. Awesome. We've all grown up having novelas in the background. Like, <laughs> yes. Uh, perpetually while we clean. seven yes yeah there's always a novela like from six to nine like prime time right that's considered prime time yeah. yeah i think so yeah so during that time frame there's like just solid novelas until maybe like the news and like 11 or something so i know my mom watched the trinity of the marias which are marimar mariela del barrio and maria mercedes mm. i don't remember that last one all that much i didn't either but, but I, I remember it's real Yeah, it's a legit thing. And Mariela del Barrio is best known for that ridiculous soap opera scene that's been... Um, it's like, Yeah, it's like it's a meme <laughs> of that lady who like cries in Spanish. I know like BuzzFeed did some like videos on it. We just watched it like five minutes ago. That's how we know. <laughs> yeah, that it's kind of started being put on the radar for other people. Um, so, you guys, what do you think about some of the tropes in the soap operas? Maldita lesiada. <laughs> like that? Yes. Oh. Oh, that's, that's a classic, though. Like, I think that it, out of all the tropes in soap operas, there is really isn't one where, like, an adult lady just beats on children oh, no. for, like, six solid minutes and then <laughs> stabs a child in the arm. Child. Stabs a child and then, like, matar a sirvienta. Basically. I mean, y luego los metiches que no hacen nada, nada más están ahí. What's her name? What's her name? Who? La doña. The one that stabs everyone. Oh, um, oh gosh. Um, I think her character name is Soraya. Mm. Soraya. Of course she would. That's a fucking killer name. That's an awesome <laughs> name. Like when I was younger, we would like have like playtime in the, um, like in kindergarten or recess okay. or whatever. Like I wanted to play her character. Like I wanted to be the bad bitch with the sweet outfits and the like badass haircut. That stabs people with scissors. Yeah, I don't remember that part though. Children. <laughs> I wanted to stab my plane. Yes, it was basically a bully in elementary school. I don't think I was. Mm -hmm. I, that kicked it. Bully didn't elementary kick in. school? I mean, her whole fucking life, dog. No. You think so? I thought I was mean. mean. You're always mean. Thank you. You Thank are Soraya. I finally reached. <laughs> peaked. I peaked. peaked. Yes. What do you guys think of the, the cliches where, like, the poor girl falls in love with the rich guy and, mm -hmm. you know, the the poor girl... Like, she's white, but her family, for some reason, is, like, brown sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes? You mean, like, most, most of the time. the time? Yeah. Um, I think in all of these novelas, the three main things that you will see is love, death, and affairs. Isn't that under the love category, though? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so. Betrayal. Love slash affairs. Some more love. Death. Some fucked up love. And a lot of, I would say, you know, there's always like a big main event, like La Quinceañera, the wedding, the pregnancy, sort of, the pregnancy, the birth, yes, a death, the car crash, the fake death, yes, oh, fake death, and then someone coming back and doing that. So the novelas just have such a dramatic effect. Um, I think that's like one of the things I will always see, whether it's the music or the plot twist and all that good stuff. Yeah, but the plot twist is always the same. Yeah, that's It's one true. of like four or five plot twists in all of novelas. Mm, like a basic misunderstanding that breaks up a couple? Or la gemela. Oh, la gemela. Mm, that's a favorite. Mm. 
That is a solid one. Like la usurpadora. La usurpadora. The Baratheon. The Baratheon. <laughs> the usurper. The winter is coming. That one? Yeah, yes, that no. novela was really good. You watched it? The Game of Thrones? Oh. <laughs> I thought you meant la us- usurpadora. I cannot say it. <laughs> I think the mimosas have kicked in officially. La usurpadora? Just to let everybody yes. know. That's like it one is... of the last ones that I think I watched. Yossi, what uh, soap opera did you uh, start watching? Like um, the earliest one that you can think of that like you the really... The earliest one would probably be like Ami La Niña de la Mochila Azul. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember that. That one. There was like another kid type of novela. So, and I think that's even interesting because I think the novelas, um, they have demographics that they're trying to reach. So, me as a child, I was watching Amilaña de la Mochila Azul. And there's another one that I forgot. Alegrijes y dibujos or something like that. Um, and that was definitely targeted towards like my young age, my seven to 13 years of life or whatever um and then as i started getting older ya empecé a ver que rebelde um mi corazoncito or something like that um or corazoncito corazón algo así um and that was a little bit more like oh i'm like a young teen i'm gonna go ahead and i want to watch rebelde i basically want to be them i was super jealous my sister went to one of their concerts um but yeah what Kristen, she went to one of their concerts, Roberta concert. Did she really? Yeah, so yeah. Madrina la llevo. And yeah, so I think it's really interesting to see, like, such a young age, there's already kind of, like, a demographic for, like, these telenovelas, and then you have las señoras, um, the older señoras who are watching that whole, like, super dramatic novela that has, like, all these factors to it that, you know, it's a little bit easy and hard to follow because like you always just have to keep keep up with the novela there's just so much going on but that's kind of like what i watch i wasn't too much about uh, maria mercedes or some of those i do remember maria la del barrio that's definitely a classic um and i haven't watched novelas in a really 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 long time and like what's airing you hear the traditional que rubi um what's the one angelique boyard i forgot which one she's in but it was una que se dio mucho. Um, and yeah, I think now, like, whatever, quote-unquote, is considered a telenovela, the closest I've came to that in the past, like, year has been watching, like, Jane the Virgin. Yes. Mm-hmm. What about y'all? How's your experience watching telenovelas? What I just remembered was la del El Premio Mayor. Mm, I don't know, like, that 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 Ah. Tenían la... La vieja esa, ¿cómo se llama? With the big hair. Okay. It's like the Mexican Pamela Anderson. Laura León. Ah, yes. Do you remember her? <laughs> yes. I remember that. I, you know, I didn't, had no clue who you were, who you were talking about, but that is the perfect <laughs> description for Laura León. Right? <laughs> yeah, and then he won like a, what, he win like a million bucks or whatever? Or he was always trying to win the lottery or some shit? I don't remember the premise, but I remember like some scenes are flashing back. Yeah. I'm having flashbacks, flashbacks back to novela no. nama. That's terrible. Didn't he like win a house or something in that? That was like hey, I don't know. He got rich somehow. I don't yeah. Remember. I don't remember how rich, but he got rich. That's hmm. a good point. I remember watching Clase 406 mm. before it was like Rebelde, I guess, because they had a lot of the same characters in it. 
And I watched it with my older <laughs> sister and it was like our jam for the longest time because it's like a bunch of high schoolers in like uniform. Like I think our, most of the schools in Mexico are like uniform, whether they're public or private. Yeah. Um, and they just like were like really cool and edgy. And I think that was like the first one other than the Tres Marias that I know I kind of watched like in the background. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the like the Tres Marias are like the classic background ones <laughs> yeah. for like us. Yeah. And then, because I think Premio Mayor was a, is a background one too. I do not recall that for at me, all. anyways. Como decía esta Celine. Oh, I mean, I mean, la niña de la mochila. Because I remember that. I remember some of that because of these yeah. kids that watched it. And then there was a, that other one she was talking about. It's like I grew up in the in that weird. I would watch like Premio Mayor, but also I had to watch whatever the hell they were watching. Because they mm. got to rule the fucking TV. Because girls rule the world. Humans rule the world. No, it's because if you dare say anything higher than the volume of the TV during the novela, you'd get smacked. <laughs> la pinche chancla. And or get yelled at. Y luego, luego la pinche chuyale. Que están mis novelas. Que se callen. Callen. <laughs> so other than the usual cliches like pregnancies, murders, betrayals, all that good stuff, um, there's this common thread that I noticed throughout them. Like the rich families, Todos yes. los ricos. they tend to be white, and then the poor families tend to be brown. Hey, it's like Roma all over again. It kind of is, in a way. Yes. It's like they took that from real life. Who would have thought? <laughs> the colonizers are oppressing people. But what do you think that this formula says about our culture? We glorify colonizers. Well, yes, yeah. very much so. The whiter, the better. Yeah, I think... You're a problem, Brown. You're a problem, Brown. I'm a problem, Brown. Hooray! Yeah, yes. We're in this together. I think it kind of outlines, like, the disposability of, like, um, how the characters are treated in the storyline. Just kind of, like, oh, it was, like, like, let's say, like, we're in the scene of, like, the white lady needed something to be done, like a chore. And... Then she goes to La Muchacha and it's like, No planches la camisa del señor. ¿Quién te crees estupida? Um, and she's like, Te podía correr, blah, blah, blah. You know, just kind of like the whole, like, I can talk to you this way because you're you're someone disposable. You're someone um, of a lower class. You're someone who... Yeah, it's the classic yeah, power dynamic. Definitely. Um, so I think that's kind of like what that, that kind of seems. I think we still have that very, like, indigenous people are people with lower education with lower skill with lower blah 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 um and i think novelas are still doing that till this day um and i don't know like why that hasn't changed since we're you know a lot of our generation's very um modern or we're you know advocating for like at least for some people like we're trying supposedly to like advocate for one another. So it's kind of like interesting to see that novelas are still stagnant in that formula, as you're saying. That's, that's not that's, evolving. That's because that's old media. Old media takes forever to change if it's willing to change. Otherwise, it's just going to stay the same. That's very true. Yeah. So like, we think Univision and like the Azteca and all that stuff are like working towards progression. That's like saying Fox is working towards progression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would kind of... I mean, to be fair, I haven't seen a whole lot of, like, novelas or, like, Mexican yeah. shows 
in recent years because they're so upsetting to me. Yeah. Do they trigger you, you yeah. snowflake? So, yeah, so I guess, like, talking about, like, getting triggered yes. and you haven't seen them, like, I definitely, I can say, like, I haven't really seen them recently, because um, I don't have a TV, but <laughs> it's okay. That would, uh, yeah. Um, that so would I, hinder hashtag Netflix. Your, your ability to watch novelas. Well, uh, Netflix has quite a bit of novelas, That's so you true. can start watching some of that garbage. I'm all on it. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. I gotta go watch me some novelas. <laughs> Would you consider um, Hecho en Mexico almost like a novela? I would. Using the same like tropes and everything? Well, the I rich would... upper white class and the thick doñas. I, I would being say. The poor class. I would say that the Hecho en Mexico is a bit different because it didn't um, show the lower class. It kind of like yeah. would pan away. From the people of color, like yeah. the bodyguard, like they would highlight some people, but only very briefly, but they didn't really like talk. Only the useful ones. Right. Like when Hannah was doing her casting for her clothing line and she was getting like all these different people, but it just seemed like she was just trying to get people to make a point. Well, not Hannah's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> she was, yeah, she's. Quote me in that, Hannah. Oh my God. <laughs> Come on, bro. I ain't got no money. Fuck you. I'm sure you can always go try this though, but... <laughs> oh, yeah. Probably. <laughs> I mean, she's got that shrine of herself. Maybe she just has a Google alerts with everything that brings up with her name. True. I can see <laughs> oh, that no. fucking her doing that I shit. I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, yeah, but I mean, I guess with novelas, they, they have this such... They have such stereotypes of both sides. Oh, like, yeah. They have such a great stereotype of like the, the poor families brown families like mm-hmm. they tend to be like not so educated and they're proud mm-hmm. and i think even like it shows um kind of how you're saying like the stereotypical type of characters when you're thinking about like the rich families yes they are like the lighter skin um characters and then in that scenario you're always kind of seeing that there's a lot more like family dynamics less community more envy jealousy type of ambition and kind of like tearing each other down and like doing sketchy shit um type of thing so that i over the we mentality yeah which isn't i don't think that's very common to see it's definitely Mm -hmm. a we over i culture and society agreed so maybe that's what pulls people in is that like oh you know i wish i could be as ambitious as soraya i wish i would be selfish i wish i could smack around some kid and stab a boy i mean you can <laughs> you can do anything once just saying yeah but she's rich enough she could get away with it True. multiple times she could bribe some cops wouldn't even cost her all that much some brown cops yeah definitely not even brown cops just kirk and cops <laughs> I mean, we so all half we, of Mexico. Yeah, we we've yes. heard the the El Chapo trial. Oh, you know, yeah. yeah. So, or yeah, so, I totally heard that too. Not heard it, but read about it. Yeah, some of the commentary. Totally the one with his too. wife. I saw that one. His wife is so loyal. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't actually know what she looks like. Wasn't she like a beauty? In beauty pageants yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Oh, was she? Mm-hmm. Girl, get it. Yeah. You know, get that money, though. So when we started maybe intentionally watching novelas or not intentionally watching them in the background or x cosa 
when did we start kind of noticing that these shows were things that like we're not going to spend our time on or like wondering like why are our parents spending their time on this type of thing and like what is it that's alluring um you know to like keep us so i did ask my mom i think around like high school age like why do you watch xyz novella and mm-hmm. she's like well that's just what's on and she'll do something else but kind of like pa- like she'll do the same thing that we did just just kind of like listen to it in the background of our lives yeah. and she'll be doing something totally different so um it, it's kind of like what's on and like what's new and i know like her her channel package didn't have a lot of like different options yeah. and there's something that like some people just don't like dubbed things like See. my mom doesn't like dubbed things she'll watch a movie but if it's not originally in spanish very very unlikely that she will watch it yeah that's true because it's the same like eight voice actors at a very young age i started noticing that these are garbage shows hence i stopped watching them Mm -hmm. on purpose but it's like what everyone played in the background or while we are eating or whatever the fuck the education was Uh what to know um i will say that i really really like the brazilian soap opera el clon do you guys ever watch that one i don't know what the hell that is all right i'm gonna tell you why it was badass and i actually so i was telling diego um that in doing just kind of some notes for this episode i was gonna reference el clon and then i just started watching it and now i'm on episode like five so I'm, I'm basically just re- starting to watch a novela. But the reason why I like it so much is because um, the conversations aren't so, like, cliched. Like, yes, there's always, there's the love story. There's the betrayal stuff, pregnancy, all that good stuff. But the premise of it is, like, the ethical repercussions of cloning a human person. Mm-hmm. So it actually starts with this guy who's a scientist. And he, like, works in cloning animals. And I think, like, one of his godchildren dies. And then he clones, he clones like, the yeah. And so there's like a religious twist because the scientist is friends with like a really religious uh, Muslim. And then they, they have like debates. I think like Diego would actually like, wouldn't mind seeing some of the clips because they like kind of diss each other, uh-huh. but they're like really good friends and they argue about religion and ethics and science and all that stuff. And that was like really different from all the novelas that were out there. And I was yeah. like, I can get behind this. This is, this is cool. You know? So now I've been watching and gone. A lot of people that I knew or know, some people, they would watch a lot of like Indian, Middle Eastern novelas type of thing. And I feel like they had the same formula kind of of uh, like a Latin X traditional novela. One, in- one interesting thing I think about the novelas is that I do feel that this form of entertainment is very exaggerated. But as... Latinx people, I feel that these messages are things that maybe aren't being able to get communicated in a different platform. And I'm going to put the example of um, La Rosa de Guadalupe. It's not like a sequence novela, but it's episodes. So in that, I feel like, you know, like my mom definitely watches that. I've watched it. But yeah, but I think that one of the things with these novelas is that it is communicating messages that are very exaggerated, but messages that are also kind of, like, real, and people might not know how to discuss it. Like, for example, in La Rosa Guadalupe, when you see um, the issue or the storyline of, oh, young people are going out to party and they're doing drugs and blah, 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 and there's violence in a unhealthy relationship, 
it's ways that these things are being brought out for people to like you know tell your child like oh this happened be careful you know maybe like the parent might exaggerate like no mijo ni vayas a esa fiesta que va a haber drogas you know like i think it can get um influence in our culture of very exaggerated ideas but also bring out that there are stuff that um that does happen you know but i think it leads to communication and ideas and topics that get really exaggerated by by how it's portrayed in telenovelas how it's like portrayed um in such a like super super drastic way I will say that Rosa Guadalupe does have different topics that might come up, but the resolution of them are so, like, conservative. Yes. You know, that there is no other way that a story could end other than predictably. Yeah. Based off of, like, the culture. It's basically pray and God will answer your prayers. Or in this case, La Virgen de Guadalupe. The Virgin Mary with her rose and the magical wind. Mm-hmm. The White Rose. That's an actual piece of the show, by the way, for those who have never watched the show. Yeah. And, it, you know, yeah, I can, I can see how, like, it can bring up some problems mm-hmm. for, like, Rosa de Guadalupe, for, like, parents who might not be aware of, like, what's going on with some, like, in society yeah. or what's cool with kids or whatever. But it's still, it's still, for me, it's garbage. Yeah. I cannot, I can hate watch it to an extent before I just lose my fucking mind and just shut it off because I can't. Diego, what do you think about how men are perceived in these roles? Uh, very unrealistic or what the, uh, image of a quote unquote man should be like the provider of the household, like the, the strong emotional figure, like men don't cry unless they're fucking drunk, you know, that type of basically machismo ideology that is so deeply embedded into our culture. Whereas the opposite, I think is what Sometimes it's portrayed with the female roles, mm-hmm. like over dramatic and over emotional and all that type of thing. But that's just my perception of that reality. What is yours? Of men? Of the, the men role. I, I agree. I think that it definitely is. Um, it's very in line with like machista ideals. It doesn't really allow... Like, it doesn't allow, like, a man to, like, be a little bit more real. Yeah. You know, it's, like, there's just these tropes of men. So, like, there's, like, the strong farm hand who, like, is in love with one of the characters. And, like, he likes her because she's, like, pure and innocent. Or, like, yeah. there's, like, the jealous, angry guy who, like, do anything to get the woman he loves. Even though she might not love him. And he's just, like, so one-sided and driven. Like, maybe he has, like, a bad day and, like, just wants to, like, chill and... I don't know, go get some coffee and just, like, talk to his friend about his, like, crummy day. And uh, he might have a problem about an obsessive, like, relationship with this lady. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) None of these people are going to therapists. (laughs) They're not. What the fuck is a therapist? It's like your mom, if she just didn't give the cheese mail out back again. (laughs) If she just absorbed all the cheese mail. Yossi, what about you? What do you think about the mail rolls? Um, Similar idea to y'all, I think. No, yeah, I guess I feel like... Like, yeah, like, the male role in telenovelas, I feel, are kind of the the di- point of direction of, like, someone telling their wife, like, oh, no, like, this is what we're doing. Like, this is what, how it's going to go. Like, I feel the woman's always very su- um, submissive submissive to everything in the novelas. They're portrayed as the vulner- more vulnerable people. 
Um, um, excuse me. Did you see the clip that we watched earlier about Soraya stabbing oh, that I kid mean, and like bitch slapping about eighty percent of the people in that household? That's true. <laughs> I'll have um, the steak. She'll have a salad. Oh my god! And I think that's always like in the beginning of the novelas for sure because at the end of the day, you know, like the poor muchacha ends up being the real daughter of the purse of the older man who you know was in love with the muchacha years ago and he still has her there because she's a the cleaning lady for the house like there's always a very twisted dynamics between like who's the father and then the poor girl is a rich girl now (laughs) pero señorita laura who's the father (laughs) i don't know there's just so many different types of like relationships that go on um in all these novelas but they're always to like the extreme yes they have no chill no chill zero chill in these relationships Mm. um but yeah what do you guys think of the women roles diego so the women and the roles in most of the novelas they always seem to be portrayed as very submissive doing um, a lot of the uh household chores being, you know, the stay-at-home mom, a teacher, nannies, babysitters. There are some women in power in some novelas that I've seen. But they always seem to come off as... Um, the woman bitches. who is... Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to say it. Yeah. Or the one that's having the that affair with the... The boss. The, yes. the boss's boss. Boss. Boss's boss. Boss. <laughs> with the main boss. Boss. Mm. What do you guys think about, like, the roles of having like Children. there's always no, not that mm-hmm. there's always like that innocent girl who's like naive and like oh yeah like oh no i just want to hold your hand i've never held a hand before <laughs> <laughs> it's a like, girl you're 38 <laughs> get, get it together oh, just like get that dick oh. <laughs> i mean that too girl but like <laughs> even accidentally you could hold someone's hand <laughs> I mean, who hasn't held a hand accidentally? Sin en el, en el camión <laughs> or something. Sí. <laughs> en la combi. Ay, perdón. You know, like. <laughs> la, de inocen- la rol de inocente. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a tricky one. Why? It's a shitty fucking. Yeah. Yes. Like, it's kind of. Super stereotypical. Like, take the, the virgin male role to the extreme. Yeah. I've and... never kissed. I've never held a hand. I've never. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I think that role in itself, like when you think about it and how it's like portrayed throughout the whole telenovela, like it can get a little bit gross sometimes. Like just in general, it's kind of like, why do you need to make this character so uh, innocent and pure to like get taken advantage in so many different ways? Whether it's like emotionally by like other people who are just, you know, rag- like ragging and like ragging on her oh okay uh, i'm like what do you mean no like, like using like, like using her for like a plot of... twist or yeah like just using her uh or like why does why does um she kind of have to like come off as that well it's, it is just really weird and i think that like like in mexico obviously it's very from where i'm from like it's very traditional i remember one of my cousins she was in her 20s and i think I like we were talking in a combi, mm-hmm. I was holding a stranger's hand. I'm just kidding. <laughs> As one does. <laughs> no, but I think these nuns came in, like um, like baby nuns, like novatas, baby whatever they're called, oh, baby nuns. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like can you imagine like taking such a like, huge decision for your life, like Oof. that young? Because they didn't look that. Sorry, what? They're baby nuns on the combi. What's a baby nun? Like a novata. 
like, like, a, like a newbie nun. Like she wasn't like in the full. ones that are so hot. <laughs> Anyways, but, so I was in a combi. Some baby nuns came on the combi, and I was telling my cousin, like, "Oh my gosh, can you imagine taking such a decision and like never having sex in your life?" And she's like, "What?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Have you?" And she's like, "No." And, and she's like, "Have you?" And I'm like, "Yeah, that ship has sailed." And she's like, "Oh my god!" And she was like so scandalized, and I'm like, "Girl, chill. We're in public transportation." <laughs> How old were you? I was in my uh early 20s okay so yeah you're like yeah over 18 yeah 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 yeah. um but she was a couple years older than me and she was like super scandalized and i'm like what <laughs> calm down it's fine bitch you almost 30 this ain't novela. yeah basically this is real life so i can kind of see like and even i had a friend who like I, I went to school with this girl like every day for years and when like i don't even know how it began or how the conversation started but she was like oh yeah i've i've never been like with a man in that way and i'm like okay great like not a big deal and then um i think like a couple years later i was like oh hey can i like crash at your place i was visiting or something and she's like um no i you know i can't and she was just kind of like sidestepping all these things and i was like why are you being so weird and she's like well i'm having a guy over and i was like oh my gosh tell me all about it and she's like i have to admit to you that when we first met and we first became friends i didn't want you to think bad of me so i said that i'd never been with a guy and i'm like why would that be (laughs) a thing that i would care about in like you being my friend out of all of the things that i care about and then she's like and then i later found out that like you didn't give a shit you know and like you totally weren't traditional or conservative in any way and then i just felt bad for years that i lied to you And I was like, oh, it's really oh, sweet. Yeah. And I'm Pero like, me mintas, I'm a girl, get that dick. I'll see you later. <laughs> but like, she had so many opportunities to like tell me for years. And just, she just felt bad all this time. And it's just kind of funny. Like, and this was back in like 2008, 2010. So that's not that long ago. Sometimes yeah. people just have to keep up with that lie. That's true. They feel like that lie is better than the truth. I mean, I guess. Because it will make the truth will make them look bad. And I guess of like, if, if you're living in that conservative atmosphere, like, yeah, you, you don't know who would judge you or who would say bad things about you or who could cause problems because of it. So I kind of get it in a way, but it's like, you could just say, oh, you know what? Sorry about that. It's all right. It didn't affect our friendship like whatsoever. Except for you're talking about it right now. So maybe it did. I think it's just kind of funny now. I like that baby nun thing. The baby nun? I think, like, también en telenovelas, you go ahead and you see a lot of baby nuns. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> like, Wait, what novelas are you watching with there's baby nuns all over the place? Clase <laughs> 406 does not take place in an abbey. True. Not real know. baby nuns. She'll go for your character. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, like what we're saying, I think it's a little bit gross, um, <laughs> kind of how... How they make that character kind of be so vulnerable to so many different attacks and approaches throughout that, especially in the beginning. And then you see the character undergoing some sort of like realization of like, oh, I I can't take this anymore. I need to be this, this and this, which I think it's good, you know, like, like setting up boundaries. Yeah. And realizing that and building that character like, oh, well, you you don't have to be um, here um just getting all this stuff getting all this like this kind of like um negativity abuse and whatever form it's coming in um and then you see like that whole character just kind of Mm disenvolverse into like 
a big beautiful type of like swan strong which um i think it's good definitely but it's always kind of like in the beginning of like eh, that's just kind of like gross like why my question is where are these girls parents that yeah. they are raising her to be so goddamn soft and just unprepared for the realities of the world. The world. Especially when you live in a city. Yeah. Or wherever they take place. And like, there's just some basics that you think that the parents would cover. There's also an equivalent for the male role where he's like the sensitive one. who One who is genuinely in love with one of the other characters. Pero no la, no la pelan. Bueno. No lo pelan. Not in the beginning, but eventually yeah. they will. But I don't know. It's like they have such... That there's the equivalent of the lady role um, that's like the, the soft, sensitive young man that, yeah, you, like you said, like he doesn't get paid attention to until like the very end or something. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, you're so genuine. Like, you've always loved me. And like, yeah. now I love you. It's like, ugh. I know. It's like, what if he has character growth and he's like, you know what? I used to love you. Now I don't. Bye, you're bitch. so cool, though. I'll see you later. I'm going to go to the mm-hmm. fucking agave factory or whatever. <laughs> because <laughs> it's usually like the like the poor guy right yeah. like rancherita yeah william levy wait william levy is not ugly Oh, no, no, esa es otra. Yeah, I don't know his name, but I know who you're talking about. No, I think that was Betty La Fea because he was a, a, the other Nerd County part. Pedro, en el, Pedro el Escamoso. Sí. Is that right? Yeah, but it's from Betty La Fea, ¿no? What's that, what's that guy from Destilando Amor? What's his name? Oh, that's a, that's a good one. He's like been in so many soap operas. Like, I don't understand how old Ponce? he is. Is that his name? No, it's not his name. Oh. He's yelling shit. Oh. Jaime Camin is also a very common news character. And I think one of the interesting stuff about, obviously, I don't know how big the entertainment world is in, um, big. in these, like, ent- in the scene of novelas, but you see a lot of the same characters. Um, so... It's interesting when you get a chance to see them and play different roles and different scenes and everything. Um, but yeah, but I think um, that's another common thing between novelas that you see a lot of the same characters in them. Uh, or even the same people playing the same characters. Mm-hmm. Like they get typecast like really hardcore. Yeah. Where like that's the role they've been playing for like 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> that is I mean, so true. I guess Just 30 years. Whatever pays their mortgage, right? I mean, more power to you if you're playing like, the same character. Yeah. And, and kind of how you were saying earlier, like when uh, you were talking about um, Clase 406, and basically Rebelde had half of the um, the staff, not the staff, like the characters from there. Yeah, you know, you see that a lot. And then one of the other things was just kind of that one of the other things that you notice that, that is that these characters also, if a character is playing kind of a very non super major role, I think in the next novela, for example, with Teresa. She played just like a side character in Rebelde. I think she had a little bit of a story and background to her character. But then she went off and now she's like one of the most like solicited actors for telenovelas. Es, es protagonista in a lot of these um, and kind of has developed a whole career. She was the one that was in that piratey novela, right? Creo que sí. Pero the pirate novela? No, it was like a colonial time. Yeah. Oh, they were um. colonizers. Which, have you guys ever watched Chica? Chica. Chica? Chica. Chica. 
Chica, no. Well, it's also, it's, an, <laughs> it's another, I think I just really like Brazilian soap operas, really. You need to stop. <laughs> you but, might have a problem. Yes, but Chica is about, it's based off of Chica de Silva, which is an actual, like, historical figure. She mm. was born a slave and then married, like, the owner of the plantation, and that bitch was ruthless. Damn. Like, she once cut up the face of some girl who, oh. like, got in with her husband, like, cut off her ears, like, disfigured her face. Yeah. But anyways, that was a cool one too. Have you guys noticed that there's a lot of spin offs too? Yeah. So many. Like Grace, Rebelde. And then like three of those people got like a spin off. Yeah. And music careers. And a lot of sh- And married into government. But yeah, I think kind of how you're saying, Dio, we do see a lot of like spinoffs. And, and it's so interesting because, again, going back to that, these stories are so repetitive and it has the same theme. There is still such a high, um, not, I don't demand. know, if, yeah, I don't know if it's like demand or whatever, but there's still just a high viewing for this, you know? It's like the same, the same story, the same plot, the same twist, like, there's nothing really that is changing or new. Just slightly modernized. Just, and that's yeah. About it. So it's interesting to kind of like see that happen, that these novelas are not anything super um, extraordinary. And people, yeah, are still um, hooked on them. And, you know, that's nothing bad. Or it's, not, it's not anything like bad. But, you know, just kind of like, um, it's just interesting that it's still so like captivating when it's like the same story. Yeah, like how are they making like how are they getting these viewers like okay novelas are just so super predictable like yeah. you just take longer to get to those twists boom profit mm-hmm. i mean i guess i mean if sabado gigante was on the air for like 50 goddamn years and that yeah. was the same thing and that was the same thing same formula it changed Ugh. very mm-hmm. little so glad that's off the air and i think uh, and, I, and i guess you know like how we're saying like why are people watching this this is garbage tv or x cosa um you know, like, you know, like, this is, like, I think it's completely normal. I think different generations are viewing this very differently. Um, you know, like, my mom still watches novelas. And I think one interesting, one, like, one thing that I have thought before is, like, is this, um, this type, is this type of television entertaining to, you know, certain people? And I think by certain people, you know, like, in no way do I mean that that's a bad thing or certain people, but, like, education wise you know like we are seeing issues that based off like our our knowledge we don't agree on and we know things that are um not so and we have a very non-conservative mindset compared to other people um so i think it's kind of interesting to see like what who the people that are watching these television shows are some people might just be viewing for like the kicks of it you know i'm just like watching it because it's background noise some people watch it because it is real entertainment that they enjoy um and it's concepts and stuff that are familiar that they understand and like based off like conservativeness or just tradition it's just something that is there like or because you know that's the only spanish-speaking shows that are being shown but yeah what do you think about that like the people who are viewing this and why they're you traditional well, conservative watch it like yesy i would well i they actually genuinely things. am watching el clon right now yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, but I know, like, when I lived with my family, um, we would have, like, we, we would all come home around the same time, like, around 8 or 9, and then we would have, like, cafe mm. and, and, like, panecito, and we'd play, like, a card game, and then we'd, like, put on a novela as, like, background noise, and that was kind of it. Yeah. Like, that's just what we did. Like, I, I guess, it, I don't know, like, if the TV could have been off, but for some reason they just liked the background noise, whatever. Yeah. That was just kind of it. And okay. I think my mom, my mom does the same thing, too. Kind of going back to the... That it was, like, a, also, like, a family thing. Like, the novelas was something mm-hmm. that people came around to watch together. Um, at least that's kind of how I've seen it, too. You know, like, I've watched the novelas with, like, my mom and my sisters. Or, you know, sometimes, like, my dad was watching with my mom, even though it wasn't, like, a super active watching. But they were, like, there. And, like, you just sit there, too. It's like how they spend time together. Yeah, it's uh-huh. a form of spending time together. Um in some in some aspects i will say that my mom is a like she i love true crime and she loves true crime so we will watch we will actively watch true crime shows together like desaparecidos mm. and like asesinos and, uh, um oh mujeres God. asesinas oh we that's a good love one that show. just women just snapping yes. and killing men Hell all yeah. over that mm-hmm. yeah both that's the original good. and the remake yeah. solid things yeah i'll actively watch those and they kind of have like a telenovela feel yeah yeah bueno, y así es como terminamos de hablar de las telenovelas que vimos como niños, como adolescentes y como ahora adultos. But let us know what novelas you watch, what were your favorites, and we'll go ahead and see you on the next episode. Bye.